Hey there, welcome to episode 4 of Sample Excavator. I'm your host, Angela Robledo, a sample archaeologist digging through the crates of music's past to piece together the stories behind the world's biggest records. Each episode will follow one sample or sound, either going from the present to the past or the past to the present. This week, we will be talking about one of the most recognized but least known figures in 20th century music. This person wrote or produced 51 Billboard Hot 100 charting hits in their career. A staggering statistic on its own, but even more legendary when coupled with the fact that they were only active in the music industry for seven years. You heard me right. Bronx-born and raised songwriter Burt Burns, also known as Burt Russell, wrote or produced 51 charting hits in just seven years. I think one would be hard-pressed to find any other songwriter in history with that level of consistency, especially considering that Burns had no musical background and only started in the music industry when he was 30 years old. He was a natural in the studio and wrote and produced for the Isley Brothers, The Beatles, Van Morrison, Janis Joplin, The McCoys, Neil Diamond, and helped discover Jimmy Page and later Led Zeppelin between the years of 1960 and 1967, when he died from a heart attack at 37 years old at the height of his career. Today, we're going to honor his legacy by looking through some of his greatest hits and both the samples he used to make them and modern songs that sample his. We'll start with possibly the most popular song he ever wrote. While the most popular recording by far was done by the Beatles, it was actually originally recorded unsuccessfully by the Top Notes and semi-successfully by the Isley Brothers beforehand. Burt Burns had written Twist and Shout in 1962, originally presenting it to the Top Notes. However, the Isley Brothers cover, which he produced, revealed the potential for the song. The next year, the Beatles picked up the song for their debut album, Please Please Me, turning it into the worldwide mega-hit it is today, with incredible pop culture uses, such as the parade scene in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Before we take a listen to Twist and Shout, we have to backtrack a touch. Burns did a bit of traveling before working as a producer and frequented Latin American countries such as Cuba. There, he was exposed to Latin rock, salsa, and mambo, and was one of the first white producers to incorporate such influences into American pop music. Take La Bamba, for example, and pay attention to the guitar riff. Now listen to the Beatles version of Twist and Shout, obvious influence and one that Burns admitted to. Just like a new you like I knew you were. 
Other British bands started to take note of his writing, like the Rolling Stones, who performed covers of his songs Cry to Me and Everybody Needs Somebody to Love in 1965. This led to Atlantic Records sending him to the UK, making him the first American record producer sent overseas to find talent. It's during this time that Burns met young studio guitarist Jimmy Page and recognized his virtuosity. Led Zeppelin, the band Jimmy Page ended up starting under the urging of Burns, ended up recording a tribute song to him shortly after his death, which was later released under the title Baby Come Home. Talking for hours and hours on the telephone As in one day I said you up to walk to ride out of my life Burns had a more tangible role in starting the career of a different artist from the UK, a young singer named Van Morrison. Burns originally worked with Morrison when he was with the UK band called Them. He convinced Morrison to return to New York with him and signed to his new label, Bang Records, as a solo artist. Together, they worked on Brown Eyed Girl, which would go on to be one of Van Morrison's biggest hits of his career. When the rains came Down in the hollow Playing a new game Laughing and running Hey, hey Skipping and jumping In the misty morning Fog with Oh, our hearts are thumping And you A brown-eyed girl An act earlier signed to Bang Records were the McCoys, who famously recorded Burns' song Hang On Sloopy in 1965, which became a number one hit. As with many Burns songs, it was written for and recorded by other artists unsuccessfully before striking gold two or three covers later. Hang On Sloopy is notable because it not only borrows some chords and melodies from Twist and Shout, but also was actually interpolated by Jim Jacobs and Warren Casey for their song Summer Nights in the Grease musical. I personally find it odd that a song for a musical set in the 50s would sample a song from the 60s, but I have to admit it works wonderfully in Summer Nights, which became a hit in its own right in the 1970s. Summer loving had me a blast. 
In 1965, Burns wrote the song I Want Candy using an unforgettable Bo Diddley beat. It was originally performed by the Strange Loves and reached number 11 on the Billboard Hot 100 that year. In 1982, new wave band Bow Wow Wow recorded a cover that, at the time, barely broke the top 50 and had little commercial success, but is now the version most associated with the song and is an enduring new wave classic. I know a guy who's tough but sweet. The last Burns song we'll be talking about this week is Peace of My Heart. Burns originally produced it for Irma Franklin, Aretha Franklin's sister, in 1967. He wanted Van Morrison to record it as well, but Van Morrison declined in lieu of working on his own songwriting craft. Irma Franklin's version went top 10 on the R&B charts and reached 62nd on the Billboard Hot 100. It wouldn't be until the following year, however, after Burns died that Big Brother and Holding Company and their lead singer Janis Joplin would record their famous version of the song. The single reached number 12 on the Billboard charts and helped launch the entire album, entitled Cheap Thrills, to number one on the charts for eight consecutive weeks. That wraps up this week's shorter episode of Sample Excavator. I could do 10 more episodes on all of Burns' other hits, but hopefully the ones we talked about this week are enough to give you a sense of his omnipresence in mid-20th century pop music. If you want to learn more about his life and career, Joel Selvin wrote a book about his life called Here Comes the Night, The Dark Soul of Burt Burns and the Dirty Business of Rhythm and Blues, which came out in 2014. In 2016, a documentary titled Bang, The Burt Burns Story co-directed by Burt Burns's son, Brett Burns, and Bob Sarles, was released at smaller film festivals. I'll include links to both in the show notes. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at idigitfirst, that's I-D-I-G-I-T-1-S-T, all one word, on both platforms, and you can find the podcast at Sample Excavator on both platforms as well. If you are enjoying this project, please rate, comment, and subscribe on your preferred podcast streaming service. 
You can support the podcast for as little as 25 cents an episode on Patreon. This really helps keep the podcast above board as I go through proper channels to pay for the songs in order to legally use them in the show, which can add up quickly. Sample Excavator is researched and written by myself and produced by Guy Tannenbaum. The theme song was written and produced by David Ramos. You can email suggestions, questions, comments, and concerns to thesampleexcavator at gmail.com. Songs from today's episode can be found on nearly all major streaming platforms, and links to the articles and interviews referenced can be found in the show notes. As usual, here's a sneak peek at a song we'll be looking at next week. Until then, keep on digging.